on today's episode of Locked on Canucks, a former NHL bench boss might be joining the Canucks coaching staff. A former Canuck is set to retire as a Vancouver Canuck. And I open up my crystal ball predict what the Vancouver Canucks will look like in five years. It's Locked on Canucks, and it starts now. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today, Monday, June 6th episode of Locked On Canucks. I'm, of course, your host, Justin. You all are having a wonderful weekend. By the way, it's a little bit late coast tonight, but what a Right now, five going into overtime. I just wanted to get that out there, just because in case somebody's listening live or will listen to it as soon as this episode drops. A very exciting game, just a continuation of the great energy they're having. But of course, you could find me on underscore pros, like and subscribe. Thank you for making Locked On Canucks listen of the day. We are free and available wherever. You get your podcast service. Of course, I just mentioned the Edmonton, Colorado game. Three nothing Edmonton. Uh, sorry, Avs in the series. They're looking to sweep the Oilers and go to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time since 2001. We're in the East. We had the Tampa Bay Lightning get a buzzer-beating goal to get back into their series against the New York Rangers as the drive for three still continues. But this show, of course, as we all know, is locked on Canucks. The show. That keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. And first things first we want to talk about is potentially a new assistant coach. As of course, Bruce Brudrow and the Canucks are looking to round out their coaching staff. And an interesting name kind of popped up today. Former NHL bench boss Mike Yo, Elliot Friedman, very connected uh, in the world of hockey. Probably the best insider. Uh, was reporting that Yo's name was in connection to the Canucks who are as I just mentioned, looking to round out their coaching staff. Um, of course, he was a, been a head coach in St. Louis, Minnesota, and Philadelphia, most recently Philadelphia. And it looks like he's kind of stuck in that phase where, you know, he was a, you know, when he first became a head coach, he was very highly touted as a young, uh, progressive coach, and just things have not worked out. Of course, he was fired in St. Louis. They go on to win the Stanley Cup, you know. Then he goes, to, it didn't work in Philly. Uh, didn't work in Minnesota. So what could Mike Yo bring to the Vancouver Canucks? Well, first of all, you know, when a person gets, you know, let go of so many opportunities, you know, they might have to take a step back, reassess, get back to, you know, the basics of coaching and their craft. And that could be what Mike Yo is. And that could be the perfect spot in Vancouver because, as we know, there is talent here, there is pieces here, and there's a potential for him to regrow as a coach. But... On the flip side, though, could it be kind of concerning for Bruce Boudreaux? Of course, we know he is on his last, well, he's not on the last. He opted into his last year of his deal for the Canucks, and he's currently sitting as a lame duck head coach. And for those of you that don't know what a lame duck head coach is, a lame duck head coach is a coach entering the final year of his deal. And, of course, in Canada, we all know the hockey craze market it is. Questions will arise on a daily basis, especially if the Canucks are on a losing streak, if they're not playing well. The media will ask Bruce Boudreaux and management and the players, and it will become a distraction 
if they let it become that. And Mike Yo, of course, is a former NHL head coach. Could he potentially be the replacement for Bruce Boudreau if things go arise? Could you know this be a backup plan for Jim Rutherford and Patrick? I mean, hey, if Bruce Boudreau does not pan out, we can cut him loose and we have a guy we know who has an NHL coaching pedigree, albeit not the best. Could he be a guy that steps in um, to right the ship, kind of like what Bruce Boudreau did last year against Travis Creed? I don't see it like that. I don't see um, this Canucks front office being that type of, not vindictive or uh, having an ulterior motive. I think going forward, this Canucks franchise, this Canucks team, you know, they want to start this year on a fresh foot, a fresh start. They want to have Bruce, want to make Bruce Boudreaux feel that, hey, we are behind you. This is your team. You get the full season, the full opportunity to coach this team the way you want to implement your system, your structure that you and the front office have discussed, and we will let it ride. Now, with that being said, Mike Tyson once famously said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. And if the Canucks get punched in the face like they did at the beginning of this year, you know, that plan might change. You know, things could be definitely um, arise and things could be different, much different than before. But um, on the surface level, from what I see right now, I just see the Canucks trying to add another smart individual because let's face it, although Mike Yo has not had the best ride in Philadelphia, where you know they had a lot of young talent, um, but things just went ar- did not go the right way. Um, you know the whole Nolan Patrick saga, and then this year the whole Claude Giroux trade rumors, all of that stuff in Philly. Um, you know what? He underachieved in Philly. I will say that, but I will also say, you know, St. Louis. You know, he had some decent runs in St. Louis, but. Um, I just think the Canucks are to add another veteran coach to their staff to improve it. Just like on the ice and in the front office, you can never have enough veteran people, enough people that have been around the block to understand how the game works, understands the profession. So that could potentially be why the Canucks are connected to Mike Yo. Um, so coming up after this break, I want to touch on another former Canuck who announced over the weekend on reports are indicating that he may sign a one-need day deal to retire as a Vancouver Canuck. And that, of course, is the one, the only Kevin Bieksa. Um, But first, I want to talk to you guys about Athletic Greens. Of course, our our next partner, Athletic Greens, has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy and I just didn't feel the need to, you know, try all these different pills and supplements and stuff like that so i've been on a set of greens for a few months and i love it it doesn't taste like anything super healthy it has a kind of a mild tropical taste which i love in the morning so what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole foods source super whole foods source superfoods excuse me probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right this is a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health your nervous system your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging all these things personally like i said i wanted more energy but also it's helped my digestion and it's just simplicity it makes me feel good my friends and family have tried it and they love it and i also take it with me when i travel back home to vancouver because it's so easy to pack um also Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that absorb your body 
excuse me, that your body will absorb. Athletic Greens One is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single to take every single day to take care of yourself. Your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is important to add in these winter months or in the summer as well, when we don't get as much sunlight or you just want to feel extra sunny. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and immune your arms. Arm your immune system, excuse me, with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year of supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your gut health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance welcome back everybody to locked on canucks today's episode i forgot to mention this off the top but today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts also we have an important favor to ask you we put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite locked on podcast even better this is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about locked on podcast go to lockedonpodcast.com slash survey right now to get started it won't take very long and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards to take an audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. Okay, guys, we are back. Before we get to Kevin Bieksa, if you're not listening to this, the Colorado Avalanche have defeated the Edmonton Oilers in a four-game sweep, winning in overtime. Arturi Lekin would be overtime winner, his second overtime winner. Of course, last year, he sent the Montreal Canes to the Stanley Cup Finals, and this year, he sends the Colorado Avalanche to the Stanley Cup Finals. So, the Avs are, of course, and they're touching the Clarence Campbell trophy, which is very interesting because many people believe that's whole superstition where, oh, you don't want to touch it. That's on the trophy we want. The Avs are basically saying, we don't believe in that. We're going to touch the trophy. We know we want the next trophy, but we are going to enjoy this. We're going to celebrate this. This is the first time our franchise has made it to the Stanley Cup Finals since Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, Milan Hayduk. Canucks fans, I know we're all crying in our tears right now that, we remember those heavily, heavily talented Avalanche teams. But I digress. The Colorado Avalanche are going to the Stanley Cup Finals to face on whoever. It's going to be interesting offseason in Edmonton. My end of Mike Smith's time in Edmonton, most likely. What's going to be the deal with Evander Kane? How do they build a championship team around Connor McDavid and Leon Dreis? Because let's be frank right here. The Colorado Avalanche, as great as McKinnon and Dreis, sorry, excuse me, as, as great as McDavid and Dreisaitl are, the team was so much better in Colorado. It was an absolute head and shoulders how much different they were. And quite frankly, I think Edmonton's going to have some interesting decisions to make. Now, you have two of the four best players in the NHL, in my personal opinion. Drysaddle was an absolute warrior this playoffs, an absolute beast. I don't know how many injuries he's going to have. We'll see what transpires, uh, you know, in the coming days when they release how much, how many injuries he had and whatnot, and who was playing with what. But Leon Drysaddle was an absolute monster this playoffs, playing for probably, you know, half a lower leg or whatever he was doing. Connor McDavid is the best player in the world. So it's going to be interesting to see what transpires in Edmonton. But uh, let's go to what we were originally going to talk about. That's Kevin Bieksa, the man who is actually on TV right now. For those of you uh, watched, who have been watching sports since coverage of Hockey Night in Canada and the NHL playoffs, Kevin Bieksa 
made some news uh, over the past weekend uh, as a report came out that he is set or planning to sign a one-day deal with the Vancouver Canucks, retiring as a Vancouver Canuck. Um, it was actually supposed to happen back a couple years ago uh, when the Anaheim Ducks were traveling up to Vancouver. But, of course, COVID hit, and it's been a huge you know, slog ever since. And finally, Bieksa now says it's apparent it's time for him to retire as a Vancouver Canuck. And this brought a lot of joy to my heart. Of course, I know we all know that you know, Bieksa was a part of those iconic Canucks teams that um, went to the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, he scored just like Arturi Lekkanen. He scored the game-winning goal in Game 5 against San Jose. We all remember that from my greatest Canucks series, and all you Canucks fans remember that. So, um, kudos to Kevin Bieksa on a great career. Uh, kudos to him really embracing the Vancouver uh, community, the province of British Columbia. Uh, truly, truly great Great to see him retire as a Vancouver Canuck, or hopefully, and I hope Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin do that honor, give him that one-day contract, let him end his career off the right way. He's been done for a while, but, you know, let him officially bookend his career where it all started. Of course, you know, the Manitoba Moose, growing up with Kessler, Hanson, Burroughs, Raymond, Elaine Vino, that whole, you know, Alex Edler, that whole core that grew up together in the farm system and ended up becoming... You know, Western Conference champions, President's Trophy champion, team in the NHL, the most dominant era of Vancouver. Thank you, and I salute you, and I'm to retire as a Vancouver Canuck. One final break, but this you're not going to want to miss. I'm going to take out my crystal ball, shine it up, and give you a prediction on Vancouver Canucks will be in five. But first, I want to let you know about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA to UFC, MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts. So, where will the Vancouver Canucks be in five years' time? The last five years, of course, have consisted of one playoff berth, albeit Game 7 of the second round, losing to the Vegas Golden Knights. Thatcher Demko was kind of his coming out party. Uh, Bo Horvat, you know, the core was very impressive. But, now, it's been a tough slog the last little bit. But now, we're going to look, not at the past, but we're going to look at the forward. Where will the Vancouver Canucks be in five years' time? Now, the reason I picked five years is because it's a nice round number. You know, one year is too easy, two years, eh, three, four. I thought five. Five years also because in five years' time, at the end of that, sorry, at the start of the 2026-27 season, that is a very long time. I will be 30 years old then. Um, I'm really aging myself. Hopefully still doing this show in five years' time. Uh, but the Canucks then will have no... Basically, two contracts on the books. Two. Two contracts will be on the books for the Vancouver Canucks come the 2026-27 season. Of course, that is Quinn Hughes, who will be in his last year of his deal that pays him $7.85 million. And Oliver Ekman-Larsen will be entering the last year of that huge deal that pays him 
7.26 million. And that time he'll be 35 years old. Quinn Hughes will be 27, still in his prime. But it'll be very interesting to see how the Canucks break down from there because guys like Elias Pettersson will be 28 years old. Bo Horvat will be 32. JT Miller, if he's still with the Canucks, will be 34 potentially at the end of a later deal. Connor Garland will just be finishing up a $4.95 million deal. He will be 31. Brock Besser, if he's still around, will be 30. The aforementioned Thatcher Demko will be 31. He will just be finishing off and his sorry, excuse me, his current five uh, his current deal that pays him five million dollars a year will be ending. He will be a pending UFA at the age of 31. So it's going to be very interesting. So this is my hope for the Vancouver Canucks come five years time. A Thatcher Demko, Elias Pettersson, Quinn Hughes fully submerge themselves as tier A players in their respective fields. Elias Pettersson, you know, eventually cracks the 100-point mark, potentially 50 goals. Quinn Hughes continues his ascension as probably one of the, if not the best, offensive defenseman. I don't think he'll be the best because if what you were witnessing this playoff with Kale McCarr, uh, Kale McCarr might actually win the Hart Trophy as a defenseman next, in the next couple years. The guy is absolutely electric, but... Quinn Hughes could have definitely cement himself as one of the best top five defensemen in the NHL. And Thatcher Demko could potentially be one of the best goalies in the NHL. Now, a lot has to happen the right way. They have to continue the progression, work well, and stay healthy. Of course, health is the biggest thing looking five years for. But in five years' time, I expect those players to be, you know, at the tail end of their primes, you know, or in the mid, mid of their primes mid to late end of their primes and playing their, you know, being surrendered as a consecutive all-star players. In five years' time, I hope we're talking about Hughes, Pedersen, Demko all being three, four times straight all-stars. I really do. I hope Brock Bohorvac continues his strong leadership, develops into one of the better two-way centers. And of course, it seems like Bohorvac's been around for years, and he has, but he's still only 27. And in five years, he'll be 32, so he'll still have some good hockey left in him. I hope Brock Besser, you know, stays and eventually develops into that consistent 30-goal score. So what I'm saying is this. The Canucks have a chance to be a Stanley Cup contender in five years' time. But it's all dependent on what this front office does in that period of time. They have draft picks. They have prospects. Hopefully, Pod Coles and Holglander develop into consistent Top six players, that would be a huge benefit to the Canucks. Consistently, you know, I hope Pod Coles, you know, average 20 goal scorer, Hoagliner 20 goal scorer. We will see what happens. Hopefully, some of the prospects pan out. Potentially, you know, more and more prospects, maybe better free agent signings. Who knows? But I'm looking at the Canucks roster right now, the, from what we see right now, and who will be around. Bo Horvat, Elias Pettersson, Thatcher Demko, Quinn Hughes. I would assume Ekman Larson's still there unless he retires. Um, Connor Garland may be gone, who knows? But those five guys are essentially the core of the team, plus or minus JT Miller. Who knows if JT Miller will be around? I'm not going to speculate on five years' time, and besides, but in that point in time, JT Miller will be 34 years old. But I think in a five in five years' time, the Canucks may have already won a Stanley Cup. Yes, I said they could have potentially win a Stanley Cup within five years because who knows? You can build a contender fairly quickly if all things go right, or they will be in a spell where they have to put 
together consecutive playoff appearances. That is the bare minimum. I expect the Canucks to be at least a bare minimum, at the bare minimum, excuse me, a playoff contender consistently in five years' time. And if that's not the case, and if this is not what, if the next five years are consistent like this, where you know they just barely miss the playoffs, or they tank out, they bottom out, maybe make one playoff run but can never get it right, that is a failure in the organization. That is a failure in the front office, and they run through more coaches. I don't think Bruce Boudreaux will be around in five years. I really don't think Bruce Boudreau will be around come five years' time. There will be a new coach in place. I don't know who it will be. There will definitely be a new coach in place for certain because I don't think unless the Canucks win the Stanley Cup or go on a long playoff run, Bruce Boudreau will not be the coach of the Vancouver Canucks come five years from now. But the Canucks in five years, if everything pans out correctly, they will be a playoff contender and potentially a Stanley Cup contender and maybe have already captured an elusive Stanley Cup. But again, that's wishful thinking uh, for the time being. But that's kind of where I see the Canucks panning out. Their core young players becoming stars. Bo Horvat and Brock Besser continue to be consistent. Young players like Hoaglander and Pod Colson becoming more consistent and consistent performers in the NHL. Um, Quinn Ekman Larson continued just doing his thing. And Thatcher Demko emerging as one of the bright young goalies. And hopefully consistent playoff appearances but that is all the time we have for today tomorrow we will discuss more with the vancouver canucks because of course this is locked on canucks that keeps you locked in all things vancouver canucks i want to thank you for making locked on canucks your first listen of the day now your second listen locked on and a locked on nhl covers the playoffs like no other here the latest news and opinions from monday through friday it's free and available wherever you get your podcast services guys stay safe